for for all things ATL. For everything Falcons. First to the end zone, touchdown! This is Peachtree Football. Now, your host, Dylan Matthews and Bo Morgan. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Dylan Matthews, alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Bo Morgan, and we are Peachtree Football. Make sure you guys like this podcast, download the podcast, subscribe to Peachtree Football. We are wherever you get your podcast. That is Apple Podcasts. That is Spotify. That is the Odyssey app. Wherever you get your podcast, Peachtree Football is there. Bo Morgan is a fire, and we got some good stuff going on in Indy right now with some good stuff and some you know unfortunate things have also transpired but we will get into all of that in just a second but first and foremost how you doing Mr. Squid Billy good man ready to roll you know another Friday um or if you you might be hearing this on Saturday but um you know ready to roll and um look forward to Kind of seeing some of the the stuff that comes out of the um, the combine. I know it, man. It's, it's it's exciting stuff right now. Some good stuff is going on when you talk about the combine, and we'll get there. But first, let's start with some of the unfortunate things. Really, the one unfortunate thing that has transpired during the NFL combine, and this is related to. Georgia, um, not necessarily the Atlanta Falcons, but could end up affecting the Atlanta Falcons. And that is what has happened with Jalen Carter. Obviously, the standout defensive lineman from the University of Georgia. We have learned over these past few days his involvement in the fatal January 15th crash that unfortunately took the lives of um Devin and uh Miss Chandler LaCroix. So we have been just getting updates about what has happened and Jalen's role in it and don't want to dig dig too deep into the details. Obviously I'm sure you all probably heard all the details by now so we won't bore you with them. But I'm gonna even it seems like for now he's kind of gotten the situation at least stable. I think that's a solid word for it. Um, he's definitely not out of the woods yet, but the situation is stable for now. He did turn himself in into the Athens County Police Department, and he, you know, made bond, and then he returned back to Indy yesterday as well to finish interviews and measurements. So right now, again, situation is stable. Bo, the main question here is, do you think Jalen Carter is going to drop at all is his draft stock going to drop is he going to fall in the draft and if he does fall to the Atlanta Falcons should the Atlanta Falcons draft him um well that's it's really an opinion opinion question will he drop because I've talked to different people and I've gotten different answers I've talked to some people that think he, he doesn't drop at all it doesn't hurt his draft stock and some think it could. There are definitely character concerns that are coming out of this. Yep. Did he leave the scene? There's a big gray area there. Now, he says he didn't. Well, there's witnesses that say that he did, or a description of him uh, that fits him and at the scene 
left and then was called back by uh, Brian Gant, who is the liaison for UGA and police and and other player issues um, or things, I should say. I think it could hurt him. I think there's real character concerns about him now. I don't. Yep. Not, I'm not saying that. I uh, think he's a bad human being or anything like that. I don't right. want him to be. Right. But I do think. Look, he's a serial speeder. We know he got yep. caught doing what 89 and a 45 back in September. Uh, you know, there's there's video of a police officer essentially pleading with him to stop speeding before someone gets injured badly, and he just sat there and looked at him. And um. Mm. That that video is kind of a bad look to me for Jalen Carter, and now this is even a bigger, uh, uh, even more uh, doubles down on how bad of a, a look this whole thing is and situation this is. Two people are dead, and I'm not blaming yeah. Jalen Carter at all, but right. you know he was there, he was a part of it, and I think that gray area of what happened after the wreck needs to be answered, and uh, at least with teams, not maybe with me and you or. The public, but teams are going to ask, and and by the way, they're not going to take Jalen Carter's word for it. They're gonna they're gonna do their own dive into this. So I think it could hurt him. I don't know if it will. I'm not saying it should, but it could. You know, one thing we need to remember is you're invested millions of dollars into these guys. Yep. And you know, in 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 a first round pick could make or break someone's job and cost more millions of dollars with the contract. I mean, so. This stuff isn't taken lightly. Um, and we always look back when there's a bus and say, well, how could they not know about this guy's was this or that? <laughs> right. But we don't seem to care when we're in the moment. We only nope. care when we can look back and criticize them for making that pick because the player was a was a failure or a bust or whatever term you want to use. Um, and I think based on all of that, that would be whether the Falcons should take him or not. Personally, right now, if he's sitting there at eight and I don't got to move up, I'd take him. Now, right. <laughs> I'm the guy that said I want interior, interior, interior. But if Jalen Carter's sitting there and so is Nolan Smith, I think I'm taking Nolan Smith. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So if Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith are both there at number eight, you're taking Nolan right now over Jalen Carter. I am. Wow. Wow. And I'm a guy that wants to build the interior. Now, that wow. could be a Now, that also, look, if you go sign a, a big edge rusher, you might be less apt to do that uh, if you do that in free agency. But, yeah, I am. I am. I'm absolutely. Oh. I think they're both amazing freak athletes. I mean, did yeah. Nolan Smith, 6'3", 240, and ran a 439. <sighs> Uh, Julio Smith is uh, Julio Smith. Julio Jones at the combine. <laughs> he looked like Julio Smith out there. <laughs> was uh was six three and 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 you know, two twenty two twenty five and yep. ran a four three nine. He had a broken foot, so you know maybe that hampered him. I think Julio probably was probably more like a four three five four three. Yeah. Um. But you know we're splitting hairs. But that's a that's an elite athlete, Nolan Smith, and Nolan Smith is a character guy. He's a leader. Um, there's no off-the-field issues. There's no concerns. Nope. You know he can play at the highest level. He's Now, he's a little he's a little light in the ass to me for an edge rusher, um, <laughs> but he's not putting his hand in the dirt like a lot of right. like 
So you're not running a 4-3. So if they come in here with a 3-4, that's a guy that fits that 3-4 mold. He can do more than just get after the the quarterback. Now, he's going to have to make sure he, 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 he grows and develops. But – and I know that the comparison here, if they were to do something like that, would be with Vic Beasley because that was about mm-hmm. what Beasley was, 6'3", six, six, 250. Um, but Nolan Smith's a guy with the character. I, I'd rather have him – um, because if there's no, there's less concerns for me. Uh, but I want an interior guy. I've said, but yeah, I would be right now. Right now, April, uh, April March third, I'd lean towards Nolan Smith over Jalen Carter if they're both there. Woo! No, I'm, look, I'm, I could be wrong. I'm just a, I'm just a, a radio producer and a fan, so I'm oh, not a man. scout or anything. But and and I and I'm gonna talk. By the way, I'm gonna talk to some people and see what they think about okay. that. Um. And, you know, my thoughts on that. But that just, you know, yeah, that just got kind of opened my mouth and that came out. But that's where I would sit right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, you can never go, go wrong with a Nolan Smith. Yeah, that is true. Go ahead and put your ear to the streets and see what uh, see what you get back. But that's a little spice there from uh, Bo this morning. But honestly, it might not end up being that spicy because, as you said, Nolan Smith shined at the Pro Bowl yesterday. You said at 43940. And also, a lot of people were very impressed by the way he handled a question when he was asked uh, about his uh for, former teammate that, like we had talked before, has unfortunately now passed away. Um, a lot of people were impressed by the answer that his that he gave and you know the emotion that he showed and things of that nature. So with that being said, Bo, you just said if Nolan Smith and there and Jalen Carter are there. You're drafting Nolan Smith right now. How much did Nolan Smith improve his draft stock yesterday with not only his performance, but the way he answered questions as well? How far up is he going to shoot when it comes to the draft board? I think it's a look, I think it's a good question because, you know, he suffered the pec injury in November. Right. right. And. I think a lot of people unfairly say, oh, well, he's going to drop, which I think it's kind of stupid. I hate when people yeah. do that stuff and say that stuff because um, Nolan Smith is still, uh, you know, uh, he was a, he was the best edge rusher in season in 2021 for UGA. And at um, that point, when they won the easy. national title. That's yeah. a team that, that put out guys like um, Trayvon Walker, right? Right, right. And then last year he was, you know, he came back. He's playing well, and he, you know, he tears his pack. Um, I, I, I guess I, I think what to answer your question, I don't know if he really, if he like jumped from like thirty five to twelve or something. Yeah, I think he reminded people who the blank he was. Right. I think that's what he did. I think that's the impression he made is, hey, I'm still here. I'm still that guy. <laughs> I was still the leader of that defense. Right. You know, I think he just reminded people of who the hell he was. And that's a big deal. And by the way, I'm sorry, do the Falcons not need an edge rusher all of a sudden? All they I've do. heard all offseason is, oh, you need an edge rusher, you need an edge rusher. <laughs> this guy fits what you do. He's a stand-up player in a 3-4. Uh, he, he's, like I said, he's a little light in the ass, so he's, you know, he's going to have to play uh, – that that outside linebacker spot, like we saw Evan Katie and Zoe play, but um, you know, I 
I think he could do it. Now it, it's just, it, it's just, are you comfortable with his size? Yeah. Um, because you know, Epic Katie's two fifty. You know, he's six three two fifty, and he's a guy that we saw at times needed a little extra uh, push from the interior to help him win. I mean, you know, Lorenzo Carter is a guy at 6'5", 250. So he's a little bit off what those guys are, but he's clearly put on a little bit of weight. Give me another five pounds, um, and let's see what we can do because he's a hell of an athlete. He's a good player. He's played at a high level in the SEC, and he's he's um, he's a guy that uh, you know just jumps off the page with athleticism. And a lot of people are going to be like, well, you didn't want Nicobe Dean last year. Why? Because Nicobe Dean is a guy that was six foot, uh, two fifteen, playing the middle linebacker spot, and he yeah, was he's... undersized for what they want to do here. But if but this right. is a guy that's an edge rusher, so it's a little bit different for so, me, anyway. So, um, so let's run with this uh, for real quick for a little bit. So, in fact, I if... might even be wrong. Nicobe Dean's not even five, six foot. Ooh, and. Yeah. And, and and he's pretty and, undersized. You know, Two twenty. I mean, he's a he's a smaller guy. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't run. He doesn't run like Nolan Smith. He doesn't run like Debo. He's a more instinctual guy. And I think that showed right. that he couldn't crack the. He couldn't play. He nope. on the field this year. And I know he was on a good team. He was but, on. He was just but, on special teams. But their front four is where they. Their front four and their secondary is where they made their bones. Not their right. their, their linebacking core was an average group. Yep. Uh, made probably better by what they had up front. Most definitely. But let's let's run with this Nolan Smith here for a couple of minutes, because if the Falcons did want him, would it have to be a situation where they either take him at eight or they just trade back maybe a couple of picks? To, to to get him because he's not going to be there by the time the Falcons' second-round pick come or, comes around, right? They would even have to maybe, like, trade back into the first round and acquire another first-round pick. Uh, or no, they would about to, Nolan Smith? Yeah, I'm talking about Nolan yeah, Smith. Yeah, I, I don't – look. All, all that is depending on what happens. Does, mm-hmm. Is there a run on quarterbacks or team uh, teams – is teams moving up? Does Will Levis and Anthony Richardson sneak in the top ten? Right. If they do. There's a you know, there's a chance that allows you to trade back, right? To maybe fourteen or fifteen, and he's still there. Um. So, uh, you have to for to to trade to 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 be able to trade back and get guys. You have to have trade partners. You have to have. Um, there has to be a run on a certain position that that helps you with all that. I mean, right. everything has to play out. Look, they might be in a position where they're not, uh, you know, because of uh, maybe they lose their right tackle or something. You're not in that situation to do that. So, I, I mean, yeah, in a perfect world, you trade back to 20. You gain another first-round pick next year. You swap first this year, gain one next year, and gain a second this year. You get Nolan Smith, and, and then you get uh, – you maybe trade both your twos to get back into the first round and get another guy you need. I mean, that, look, that, there's all kinds of things that can play out, and we can sit here and talk about it, but we just don't know. I mean, it's it's a fun scenario to talk about. I'm not trying to poo-poo it, but no. you don't know because you don't know how, how the draft's going to – you know, maybe Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, Young, C.J. Stroud, they all go, and that's, that's four quarterbacks now in, in the top ten. Carolina might have to move up now to get a quarterback if they want one. I mean, somebody maybe from the outside. You don't know what happens with Lamar in Jacksonville. I mean, I mean in in Baltimore. Like, there's 
all kinds of scenarios. We know Houston's probably going to take a quarterback. We know the Colts kind of want one. Bears are looking to get out of the first pick. I mean, you know, there's all kinds. Of, the, the Panthers seem to want a quarterback. A lot of people think the Falcons need and want one. I mean, <laughs> so, uh, we do, I should say. So you don't yeah. like. There's a lot that could go on in that for that 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 those first ten picks, and 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 that that could dictate where the Falcons go, who they go, and where they get. And I know that, um, that it's easy to say, well, you know, um. We're going to take the best the, the best player available is what they've said. Well, that's the best player available on their board. And we don't know why guys are not on their board or right. how their board looks. So that, as fun as it is to say, and we've seen them do that basically the first two years under this regime, it's not always cut and dry. Yeah. There's, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of gray area. There's a lot of middle ground. There's nothing black and white really a lot of times when it comes to the NFL draft. There's, it's, very flu, it's a very fluid thing. That happens. But let me ask you this as we wrap up here. After everything you've said about Nolan Smith, after he's impressed everybody with his combine performance now, I know you just said, so I'm pretty sure I know your answer. I just want to reinforce the the statement. So Nolan Smith, in your opinion, is not, it wouldn't be too rich to, Draft Nolan Smith with the eighth overall pick if you're the Atlanta Falcons. Um I'm not I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> um and I'm and by the way, that's not me that's not me saying um that's not me saying that I wouldn't take him at eight and coming mm-hmm. off of what I've just said. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying right now between him and Jalen Carter at eight, and those are my options, I'm taking Nolan. Okay. Um, I, I see what you're saying when you say that. That makes sense. Uh, and and by the way, I still I'd still take I, I I need to find out a little bit more information about all this stuff. Right. But I'm not off of Jalen Carter either. Right. The guy right. can yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but I need a guy that's gonna be here. I can't go at eight and take a guy who is going to be in jail or is going to get himself injured because right. he can't abide by the law. This this speeding thing is now a problem. It's yeah. now an issue. Yeah. Okay. This isn't it's, a one. There's a pattern now. We, we there's a there's a pattern developing. But or we has know it's developed. not a one off. No. And it's hard to tell. But as he learned his lesson, and I would hope he has, and I'm not saying he hasn't, but right. But I'm telling you the things that these guys are going to look when he, he's back in Indianapolis today. Uh, he was yesterday, but he's obviously there to the end today. You don't think he's going to get asked those questions? Oh, so if, you get, if you're a Georgia fan, you want to get already. you want to get butt hurt with me about, oh, oh, you just you just stupid Florida fan. And you don't you don't like you hate <laughs> Georgia. No, I'm trying to tell you that those are the questions going to be asked to him. And by the way, yeah, they're freaking legitimate. Yes. Concerns. Yes. And all the teams are going to put them out there. Dude, there's a lot of people's lives, livelihood, I should say, or jobs is probably a better term. Writing on this kid's future, and if he's finally got it figured out and decided that he doesn't need to know 100 miles an hour every damn where he goes. Yep. I mean, that's freaking ridiculous. I mean, look, I was I was at age two. Uh, full transparency, 17 years old, 87 and a 55, got my license suspended. For uh, six months, I, I've been there. 
I have. I, I get have it. One, I have one too. Are making a confession, and it's not to one up you, but we're on the topic right now. I'm not proud of this, but one sixteen and a seventy license also suspended for six months. Did you go to jail? No, I did not. Fortunately, I did not go to How jail. How old were you? How old were you? Uh, I was in college. I was in my. I think I was probably. Well, how old was I? I had to be at least like. I think I was. Tw- I think I was like twenty one or something. Seventy. You must be in the interstate. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I was. I was. I was trying to get to work on time, and I was on my That's way to Columbus. Too. Yeah, yeah. So one. So yeah, it was in the morning. I was going one sixteen to seventy. Luckily, I didn't have anything on my record, so I didn't go to jail. <laughs> GSP. Yes. yes. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. me too. And they, uh, I was like, right, I was right down the street from work too. And they called, they called my mom. They oh, my really? Mom come me up. They took my license on the spot. They took your license on the spot. Yeah, I think that was that Dang. or arresting. And they did that. That was super speeder. It was thirty-two over. Yeah. Um. So look, I get it. I, I get it. We I really do that. understand. We know. <laughs> but I also was seventeen. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to say I don't speed now or never. I haven't sped since. Yeah. But I think it's safe to say I, I did learn my lesson. Right. At that point in time in my life. Um, and, it do, you know, getting pulled over 89 and a 50, 45. I mean, he should have went to jail. He should have lost his license and the cop cut him a break. And the yeah. cop literally told him why he was cutting him a break. Yeah. I mean, and, and said, I'm doing you a favor. Um, and it didn't phase him. Apparently, uh, maybe it did for a couple of weeks, but it didn't phase him. And I don't. And and look, I don't know. I don't know what the circumstances were. You know, was there alcohol? I don't know. Right. And honestly, I'm not trying to go there because it's that's a law enforcement issue, not mine. Right. But I can guarantee to you, the teams are going to be questioning. It. Teams are going to be calling. Mm-hmm. Teams are going to have private investigators digging. So, um. It's there, you know, this, it, there's a lot to, to dive in and, um, he, there's a really good chance it's all for nothing. And he goes one or two or four or something, yep. five and doesn't matter. Uh, maybe I've got Nolan Smith rated too high. I mean, you know, I, I, I think he's, um, I think he's a, a guy that teams are gonna, I, I don't. Think- I think he's definitely going to shoot up. I think he's definitely going to shoot up a lot of boards. How, like I said, how far he goes, yet to be determined, probably still. But he he earned himself a little bit more money yesterday. I think that's for certain. Micah Parsons is 6'3", 245. That's Nolan Smith. <sighs> people aren't people, people aren't going to make that mistake again. People are not going to make that mistake again. I'm not saying he's he's Micah Parsons, but right. But even the, but even the the similarities and. You know, those comparisons will probably get put out there and his leadership that he's shown already. Like people aren't going to make that mistake again. And I, some I don't want to call it a reach, but some but there's going to be a team that drafts him probably a lot earlier than everybody expects. And again, it, I'm not going to say it's a reach because they're going to get a damn good player. But he, 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 after yesterday, he like I guess I think he, he earned himself a couple more mil. Just, just being completely honest. So, man, be hard for me to pass him up. Yeah, Jaylen, him and Jalen Carter sitting there next to each other. Yeah, be hard for me to pass on Nolan Smith. I think you're on to something, Squid Billy, and we will see how everything develops and goes. Hopefully, things get smoothed over with Jalen Carter, and hopefully, this was a wake up call for Jalen Carter. 
hopefully this is he's like oh okay like this is really like this could have really and still might f up my life a little bit and i need to you know get my get my stuff together and really reflect on what happened and you know what went wrong and what i did wrong and the opportunity i missed and you know what i can gain from this learning experience that he has now so hopefully he gets that all figured out because obviously we still wish nothing but the best for Jalen Carter. And again, we'll see how we'll see how far Nova Smith shoots up the draft board because I definitely think he earned himself a few more mil after yesterday's performance. But that is going to do it for us on this episode of Peachtree Football. Make sure you like this podcast, download the podcast, subscribe to Peachtree Football. We are wherever you get your podcast. That is Apple Podcasts. That is Spotify. That is the Odyssey app. Wherever you get your podcast, Peach Street Football is there. Bo Morgan, have a great weekend. For Bo Morgan, I am Dylan Matthews. Until we talk to you guys next time, peace. Peachy, 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 peachy